Ooh, got some gurgliness going on. Pant crapping, world ending glee. I made an elf rogue named Fagballs. <laughs> you are listening to the After the Fact podcast. Looks like a freaking bowling ball made of energy. I'm sorry, I'm not understanding why this is a problem. As a as a kid, I was borderline retarded. Classic gaming by geeks just like you. I beat the second boss in the game. As far as I'm concerned, I beat the game. Mike, I got a headshot on you. I pistol sniped you from across the room. And now, your hosts, Luke Matthews. <laughs> nice words of the word you've heard. I have completely forgotten how to speak this evening. Eddie Isaac. I could have beat that <laughs> boss with Heathcliff. <laughs> And, and, a, and, a, and a slingshot. And James Dykes. I feel like I should do that with uh, Atlas RPGs on the DS and just never open them and then resell them like two years later for three times value. Welcome everybody to episode 69 of the After the Fact Podcast. Episode 69. 69. 69. I knew it had to happen, right? I couldn't, I couldn't get the number of the episode out without somebody going, Sweat. We are here to talk about racing games today. Racist Uh, games? Racing games. Uh, I know that that's where your mind always goes, so Uh, we uh, decided to play three racing games. This was a long time ago. This was when Christina Peck was still on the show. We, uh, We decided to do... Three racing games of all the all of the of similar ilk. We we were going to do uh, RC Pro Am, uh, Rock and Roll Racing, and uh, and Super Off Road, and we did. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, my um, my NES shat itself before we were able to play RC Pro Am multiplayer. But we played but another version of RC Pro Am. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we certainly did in space. In space. <laughs> um, so we will start the uh, this racing episode has been a long time coming. Uh, we originally had six people slighted to be on this episode, and three of them bailed. So it's Ooh. it's back to just Eddie and uh, Eddie and and James and I. Uh, so um, it's funny. The new guy manages to make it. That's me. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. And the the guy that lives uh, the farthest away from my house. Yes. Yeah. The, is two, the, guy the two people that live the farthest yeah. away yes. from you make 55 it. 55 miles. The, one the guy who lives two miles away from you is like, no, I can't make it. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. no. I got no, better I things to do. He can walk here. Yeah. No, so, he really can't. But <laughs> Or he wouldn't. Um so I mean, we'll we'll do we'll do our usual thing. We'll talk about uh, talk about what we've been playing. I I will go last because I've actually been playing video games wow. uh, recently. So we'll start off with James. What have you been playing recently? Uh, I've been replaying Final Fantasy XII, oh, okay. and 12, uh, I know 12, I, that twelve is twelve is the one. The I am. I am Sans von Rottenberg. <laughs> I'm Sans von Rottenberg. Yeah, twelve. Twelve is the one set in the the Final Fantasy Tactics world. That's the online one. It's, no. no, it's the PS2. It's the one uh, before the online it's, one. No, it's the one after the online one. That Eleven is, was oh, online. That's right. Eleven and fourteen were the online 12, ones. Twelve right. is the one where you can like hunt monsters. And yeah, all. twelve okay, is the one that's kind of like good, a. Yeah. twelve is the one that's kind of like a single player MMO where your yeah. all the combat is in front of you. It's and not. It had the it's grid. not. It's not walk over world map and random battle, yeah, which right. I know Luke is like 
the the biggest it is antagonist. a little bit, but you, you get can to see, see everything. You can see the encounters. See There's the just encounters. some that you can't avoid, right? Yeah. Um, I, I actually, I I'm actually a fan of twelve. Yeah, I, I like twelve. I, I, like 12. 12. I, like I love the combat system in twelve. Twelve is good. Um, I, I liked the uh, what do they call it's the got the grid system? The, for the, yeah, for the, gating the abilities. Board? The license, no, not the license board. The th- the thing that allows you to set your AI. What do they call it in the game? The oh, the gambits. The, the, the gambits. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you can, can just like, you can just like put your your entire team on autopilot mm-hmm. and just go walk around and fight monsters if you want to. Yeah. Which or, is nice because most then, of the and then, time, and then you can just when you need to interrupt it, like if you get into a boss fight or something, you can just actually turn those off and start putting in commands yourself. Yeah, which is nice because. Um, the AI that that uh, Square designs for its own NPCs is retarded in yes. every game they've ever made. Of course. So giving players the ability to adjust, to have finite adjustments, mm-hmm. like, um, not finite's not the word I'm looking for, but... Uh, Fine adjustments, fine tuning yeah. the AI on their on the NPCs was an awesome decision. Yeah, like except for that that fucking mission. <laughs> you run around a city like I am Zuckerberg, and people mission. are like, "What the fuck are the you fuck talking are you? about?" And then eventually they're like, "Shut the fuck up, kid." Yeah, <laughs> but I don't want to shut up because I'm <laughs> that is a horrible <laughs> mission. That is one of the dumbest missions I ever. I fucking hate that mission. That I think my only problem with that game, well, this is the problem with any game that allows you to build your your abilities in a certain fashion. For some reason, I get so strung up on offense, and I'm just like running through the game beating beating characters, or yeah. be, you're beating uh, monsters, and all of a sudden I die off of one hit, and I'm like, why am I dying? Oh, that's because I haven't upgraded my armor or yeah. my shield or my defense or anything I'm, like I'm, that. And I'm still wearing worn leather I'm, boots and a tunic. Yeah, I'm wielding yeah. Excalibur yeah, and have, wearing a felt yeah, hat. I have, I, yeah. <laughs> leather greaves. Yeah, right. I can cast every spell on the planet, but I can't wear this piece of leather. <laughs> Yeah, I I kind of I kind of do the same thing. I never I, I haven't actually beat Final Fantasy 12, but of of the Final Fantasy games that I have played, I would say that 12 is probably my favorite. Really? 12? I'm not a See the thing is I'm not a fan of the um I'm not a fan of the Any 8 of the and PS 16 bit okay. in 16 bit versions. I liked 7. It was fine. Mhm. I hated eight. Yep, I hated eight. I liked I liked nine better than seven. Actually, really? Uh, yeah, nine I did because it's basically the same game, but I like the world and the storyline better. I didn't that's like fair. the I didn't like the, like the steampunky kind of thing that seven did. So I I actually really liked that they went back to straight up fantasy in nine. Um, and it's basically the same game. Like there's there's a little bit of tweaking in. The things, the tweaks that matter to Final Fantasy players don't matter to me. So, mm-hmm. like they tweaked, you know, they tweaked the way the leveling system the magic and everything, system. the magic yeah, system yeah, works, and those stuff. those were fine. I was fine. Yeah, uh, ten was fucking awful. Ten, ten is the worst movie ever. No, ten two. No, no ten <laughs> two. I, would, I didn't play I ten would, two. I would play ten two over ten really? in a heartbeat. Oh no, you know ten why? two has a job system. It's exactly. really good. You but know ten, why? Yes, you're right. The aesthetic is all is very girly, and it's like, oh, I'm gonna change my outfits. But if you look past that, you realize that the outfits is just the job system brought back, which which makes it it's it's actually a better game than ten. I in couldn't my get past that. And, I, and ten two, two I just, just the, the thing about ten two is the, from what I hear, I haven't actually played the game, but it's just a bunch of side missions. It's what it is. There's yeah. no real end state to that game. It's a, it's a it's a 
70 hours of side missions. Which, yeah. which, which is fine which by is me. totally fine with. <laughs> because that's what an MMO is. Right. I, right? I, I, There's no real storyline in MMO. I can't put MMO. 10 You're over 10, like, too. I, I just can't. 10 I, is so I, I bad, can, though. I like 10. 10 is terrible. 10 is, 10 is, I like 10. 10 is 10, 10 is what happens when M. Night Shyamalan gets to contract to write a video game and loses every filter <laughs> he has. Yeah, I, I never I played like 11 because it. it was online. Yeah, yeah I never did that. 12, 12, was, 12 is very good. 12 is my third favorite. 12 is my favorite. Um. And I and I know a lot of people think uh, a lot of people hate the combat system because it's like such it. a gigantic departure from every other. Final but the Fantasy thing game. is, is it's all set. Like if you change the settings of the game, if you go in and tweak the settings, you can make it pretty damn close to other Final Fantasy games. Sure, like you take away the uh, the attack lines, you take away the way that some of the like you. You turn off a lot of the gambit system and then make it uh, pause on actions, and all of a sudden you're in a normal turn-based Final Fantasy 12, game. 12 yeah. actually allows you to run around during combat, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Which also means you sometimes pick up extra monsters as you're fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I still like the, 12. I've, I think 12 is the best combat system they've ever put in yes. a Final and Fantasy I've never game. Even yes. played, I have 13 and never opened it yet. So. I've not, I'm not played 13. I I've I heard so many horrible things about I heard 13 bad things I'm not going to bother. And then they did the other thing. They did a 13 too, which is where yeah. you look for the chick from the first oh, one. Whatever. Yeah. whatever. Fuck that. Fuck, big, fuck, fuck these sequels of Final Fantasy cares? Worlds. Yeah. There's only yeah. there are only two games that Final Fantasy players want sequels of, and they're never going to happen. And they're the ones that Square is just like, ah, we hate money, so fuck off. Yeah. yeah. Seven. We're six, gonna, and six and seven. Six That's, and seven. Those are the only games Final Fantasy players want sequels of. Yeah. Mm. Oh, no. Four already got sequels. That's right, because four got uh, the, conti- the... It was an iPhone game, yes. but it, and, then, and then it came out on uh, WiiWare. Yep. Um, that was the the continuing saga thing where you could buy a bunch of different characters and go through like a second story for Final Fantasy IV. Do you get to go back to the moon? Uh, I don't know. On. I never played through it. I know <laughs> I've I've heard good things about it though. I've okay. heard that it's it's not that bad. Um, the only thing is the way that they did it. Uh, I don't know if they did. I'm sure they did it this way for iPhone. I know they did it for the way they did it for WiiWare was that you buy the main character uh, whose name I can't remember, and you have a storyline that you can go through. Uh, front to back, but it's short. It's only like eight hours or something like that. Uh-huh. And then the downloadable content is other. You buy up to I think I think there's eight other characters, and you can buy them each and inlo- load them into the game. And then what'll happen is that you get to go through. You get to go through like ninety percent of the game with each character following their storyline, okay. and if you've purchased multiple characters, they can end up in your party, right? You so can it's, so it's so kind it's, of Dragon Warrior Four-ish, where uh, you go through chapter one's one character, chapter two is the next character, kind of, yeah. Chapter three, and then the last chapter is all the characters. The last party. chapter is all the characters, and you can kind of m- but, manipulate but, but them in your to, party. You have yeah. to buy them, yeah. but you have to. Oh, buy them that's so deliciously characters. evil. Yeah. I love it. That's right. It is cheap. <laughs> I'll give it that because if you, yeah, right. If you if you buy all of them. I mean, the, the grand total after all of them was like l- still less than twenty bucks, I think. Okay, so so it's still, still the most expensive app on the iPhone. Oh, I don't know about the iPhone version. I'm just talking about the WiiWare version. Like uh, the iPhone version is, I would say, I mean, if you figure it's a buck a pop, you probably in Square's pricing I mean, scheme, every it's probably five is... bucks for the main game and then a buck per character. Yeah, every so. Square game on the iPhone is ridiculously expensive. Yeah, they are fifteen fifteen dollars for. Admittedly, though. Port. Of Chrono Trigger. Admittedly, they're really good versions, though. Sure. The Chrono Trigger, the Chrono Trigger, I have to say, playing Chrono Trigger with with touchscreen menus 
is pretty fucking. It was awesome enough on the DS. It's pretty awesome on the iPhone. I All haven't right. I haven't bought it, but I've played it, and I. I it's not, I don't, you know, in the grand scheme of, of apps, it's clearly overpriced. If the world of apps weren't like the race to the bottom bullshit, mm. I'd say 15 bucks is prob- would have probably been fair. Okay. But, you know, you, you, can't, you can't do that on the iPhone. People aren't going to pay 15 bucks. Even hardcore yeah. gamers are like, for an iPhone game? Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've already got a DS, whatever. Yeah. But that's the thing, right? You, that people paid... 40 for it on the DS. I paid 44 on the DS. It's the same game. Yeah. So why not 15 on the iPhone, right? So, who knows? Uh, I'm sorry. We we Final Fantasy tangent. Ha ha. Uh, Have uh, you been playing anything other uh, than Final huzzah. Fantasy? Not really. It's it's been it's been 20 plus hours over the last 2 weeks. So. Yeah, nice. What about you, Eddie? Um, I think the same thing I was playing last last time, uh Sly 2 and Marvel. Um, well, Sly Collection, but I'm on I'm on Sly 2. Um, it's a it's a good game. Uh, the only real difference I've seen in between slide one and slide two is there's slightly upgraded cell shading, mm-hmm. and uh, now you can use you're using uh, all the characters to go through certain missions. So you use the turtle for certain things, you use Murray for certain things, you use Sly for certain things. So it's not the game is not solely based on Sly's performance. And how um, close to a platinum are you? Mm, I haven't actually been playing it a lot. I've been playing so much Marvel; it's actually ridiculous. Um, and we really don't want to hear about and they, that. Anymore. And they really, they really don't. And I about to say nobody wants, <laughs> nobody wants, nobody wants to hear. It's, hear it's about like Marvel. listening to me talk about magic on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won't be talking about Marvel until I like qualify for like a major tournament or something. But I uh, slide two. I'm trying to remember because I've played them all, and I'm trying to remember the order of them. Because slide was slide two was not the one that. Is how far into it are you? Uh, I'm on the first town, and this this is the difference too about Sly too. It's like you're in a town, and there's it, different. It is the okay. So, and you can in the town in the town you can just kind of run around and do you like sandboxy type like stuff. Sand you're collecting boxing. the bottles. You right. collect the bottle. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I actually really liked that one. Yeah. And I liked that. I mean, I I. I'm I kind of like collectathon type games where you're like collecting shit. It depends. Um, Sometimes some games just take it overboard. Well, Infamous took it overboard. I think like, Infamous I, took I don't the need 350 fucking blast shards. I think Infamous took it overboard with the but shards. But one of the things that I really one of the design things that I really liked about Sly 2 about that is that you have those like message bottles that you can get all yeah. over the town and um it's one of the few games that appropriately uses audio clues for yes. that thing because there's a, there's like a tinkling. It sounds like the bot, you know, sounds like a bottle going tink 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 tink. Yeah, That's you know, cool. it, and you can you run around and if you can't find something, you just if you have a good sound system or you're wearing headphones, you like stop for a second. And you're like you you kind of do this sonar shit where you're like. You you take a few steps. Do I hear? That? Take a few steps. Nope. Take a few steps. Nope. Take a few steps. Ding 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 ding. Where the fuck is it? Yeah. Which and then you turn. If you're, if you're if you're in stereo, you're like, okay, it's coming from the right. I turn to the right and it's like, ding 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 ding. Oh sweet, it must be up there. Yeah. And then you jump up and you get it. It's like yeah. it was a cool thing. I, I, That's pretty cool. I'm, I'm a, I'm no, a fan. No, I mean game. it's a good game. I'm gonna I'm gonna put more time into. It. I'm like just kind of alternating between like those three games: Marvel, Tekken, and Slide Two. Like I try to I try to get a platform or like a fun game in there yeah. that doesn't yeah. require me to freaking you know rage out and stuff like that yeah. while i'm rotating through games so but lo and behold you know marvel and tekken are straight rage games and throwing, control- <laughs> throwing controllers cussing kicking shit 
getting mad, ripping the game out of the place. Yeah, it's really I need cool. to get a copy of MVC3. It's like the only fighting game that I don't really have right now. I've got you don't have versions vanilla, of... You don't have vanilla or ultimate, huh? No, I don't have... I. I, I you talking about three or the originals? Three. Three, yes, yeah, so you don't have... I have, I have... I have MVC one and MVC two for other systems, mm-hmm. but uh, f- I don't have MVC three. Yeah, and, I, I and I've got like, I mean, I've got all the other fighting games that are. I've got versions of every yeah. current fighting game because um, several of them have ended up being PSN like right. freebies. Yep. So I've got like, Why I've not? got, t- <laughs> I've got a, um, Tekken the newest Tekken tag. Yeah, I've got fucking uh, Super Street Fighter Four Arcade. I've got uh, the newest Battle Arena Toshinden. <laughs> Battle Arena Toshinden. There you go. That's a uh, that's a classic yes. right there. Yeah. Battle yeah. Arena Toshinden. Yeah, Primal Rage. Primal. Uh, yeah, uh, Eternal but, Champions. <laughs> oh, but uh, I actually traded in my when. Ultimate came out. I actually traded in my vanilla copy and got went and got Ultimate because yeah. I'd already platinumed the other one. And I was never. I was like, why am I gonna ever play vanilla again? There's no point. Yeah. So, what were the two games that I said that I was playing? Quantum Conundrum and what was the other one? I don't know. I know Quantum Conundrum was, was one of them though. Games. Uh, oh, bat- uh, PlayStation All Stars <laughs> Battle Royale. There we go. Oh, right. yeah. I love that game, and I. This maybe it's a. Ch- I, I have a feeling that it's a shift in in my mentality because I hated Super Smash Brothers, <laughs> hated it. Um, Wait, Smash Brawl or uh, all, all version okay. Smash okay. Brothers in general? In general I couldn't okay. stand it, and that's the, partially because I have a lot of people that I know who are hardcore Smash Brothers players, and so it's not fun to play against. They just make them. it not fun. Not, right? yeah, they make the game not fun. Yeah. Um, so I didn't I didn't like Smash Brothers when it came. Uh, the first one I played was the GameCube one, and then I went back and I played a little bit of the one that was on the sixty four. That one was great. I, um, liked, I love that one. And I, they're not bad games, but I just I had bad experiences with them, so I fucking hated them. Sure. So I stayed. I I played Brawl was the Wii one, right? Uh, yes. So yes. I play. I played some of Brawl, and I was like, "Oh, this is okay," but it's on a Wii, so I'm never going to play it. And <laughs> so I stopped. Um, I, I just stopped. I was avoiding it, and then I um, I heard about PlayStation All Stars, and I'm like, "Oh, it's it's going to be Smash Brothers with with PlayStation characters," some which characters, yeah. which is kind of weird because PlayStation doesn't have the kind of like iconic characters that. Nintendo does they, so. Yeah. So when you're yeah. when you're major they're resurrecting Crash Bandicoot or something, <laughs> yeah, Crash Bandicoot is in the game. Of uh, so I mean, it's not bad because like Ratchet and Clank, Jack and Daxter are in the game, Sly is uh, in the Daddy game, from, um, Big Daddy from Bioshock, uh, Kratos, of course, Nathan Drake, uh, uh, Sackboy, Sackboy's Sackboy. in it, the guy Pa-rapper from the Infamous, Parappa the Rapper, yep. Fat Princess, that's, that's right. uh, so the Killzone guy. No the, one, no one knows who the kills. We, the yeah, the kills no one bought that game. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like Master Chief for PlayStation. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's characters that you recognize, but it's not like well, they're just exclusive Sony characters. That's right. All there is it's to it's it, yeah. there's not a thing like like with Nintendo. The moment that Smash Brothers came out and people were like Mario. I get to beat the shit out of Mario yeah. with Pikachu. <laughs> yeah! Mario, you know, that Pikachu, was it. Kirby, yeah, uh, Falcon, yeah, um, right. The yeah. Donkey Kong, Falcon, punch. Yeah. <laughs> um, however, it might not have the characters, but fuck, is this a good game? Like, it is just 
a well-designed, solidly balanced, really good game. The the stages they did this really crazy, interesting thing with the stages where all the stages are a, are a co- combination of two stages from another right. game. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I, off the top of my head, I cannot name what the combinations are, but they will have like halfway through a fight, the whole stage will morph or something will happen and it'll break apart and change into something, something else from a different game. Um, yeah, oh, that's and uh, it's instead of like like Smash Brothers, what you're doing is you're Every time you take a hit, your percentage meter goes up, and when, and the higher your percentage meter, the higher chance it is that you're going to get knocked off the stage. So <laughs> yeah. somebody, if somebody can hit you with an attack when your percentage <laughs> meter is high, you get knocked off. Yeah. Uh, it's it's the mechanic in PlayStation All Stars is that uh, you build up a special meter that has three levels, and when you hit somebody with a special, it kills them. Yeah. Like uh, so, it's it's more it's more um, it's more offensive than defensive. If that uh-huh. makes sense, like yeah. you in Smash Brothers, you spend a lot of time defending, defending and trying and to get the fuck around, away and jumping around. People, this yeah. game, you're spending a lot of time beating the it's shit out of face. people <laughs> in somebody's face. And if you you know, like level one, level one supers will affect one character, and level two supers can possibly have a wider range. And then level three are usually some badass thing that can either affect the whole stage or has. The ability to to last a long time, so you can run around and do a bunch of shit with it. Um, it's just good. It's just fucking solid. And I bought it because we had a party here, and I thought we were going to set it up for people to play, and nobody played it. But I bought the PlayStation version, and I got the Vita version for free. So I'm like, ah, eh, fuck yeah, nice. Yeah, it's it's just good. And I and uh, I played Quantum Conundrum a lot, which is um, this game is um, it's a downloadable PlayStation game, and it's. Uh, I don't know who made it, but it's a first. Per- it's kind of a. It, it's very portalish. It's okay. a. It's a first-person puzzle game, but um, the mechanic is that you're wearing. You're this little kid at his uncle's mansion, who and his uncle's a scientist, and his uncle has has vanished. Is not in the mansion for some reason, but is able to communicate through the mansion's intercom system. Finds out that he's in another dimension, so he needs the kid. Missed. He he needs the kid to get him back mm-hmm. so you get this glove that allows you to change to skip between these different dim- they call them dimensions but it's really just different physics so like for example there's the fluffy dimension makes everything light so you can pick it up so you can walk into a room and there will be a pressure plate and a safe sitting next to it and you can't pick up the safe but if you switch to fluffy dimension all of a sudden it becomes a safe made of cotton you can pick it up move it set it on the pressure switch plate dimensions. switch back to the regular dimension and then the weight of the safe oh this sounds pressure awesome plate. sounds yes. like reminds me of Legend of Zelda Link to the Past going between a light and dark world you have to uh, destroy something except come back. for the fact that there's multiple dimensions in this game well, that yeah, do different things you're right and in, in this Sounds, but sounds like they're mixing things like braids, multiple levels, and and gimmicks per level, and yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah, and, yeah, and sort of overlapping them into a single world. Yeah, and it's it's really well done because they just basic the way they do it is that when you go into a room, you can have up to up to access to up to four different quote unquote dimensions that are all assigned to your shoulder buttons. So it's like super easy to switch okay, between nice. physics. Oh, nice. nice. And like you you can you'll do things like the, the thing that I did is there'll there'll be these um these things that spit out boxes, right? And when they spit out a normal box, it just kind of drops to the floor. But if you switch to fluffy dimension, it'll spit out a box and throw it across the room. And on the other side of the room there's a window. 
So you'll switch to fluffy dimension. It'll spit out the box, and as the box is flying across change the back. room, you change back to so normal. It changes window. in a safe and goes through the window. It's that kind of shit. And oh, it's, it's okay. a lot of that kind of stuff. And it's really good. And the, the, the voice of the professor that's leading you through is fucking John Delancey. Oh, wow. The guy that played Q. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, and it is awesome. Like, so it's, nice. it's good stuff. It's like 10 bucks on PSN. It's okay. absolutely worth it. Uh, so, yeah, I, I wholeheartedly suggest that people oh, go pick I'll, up. I'll check it out once I get up. a PS3. Oh, yeah. Look at that. When are you going to get on that, by the way? Never. Uh, very soon. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, you need oh. a Blu-ray player anyway, right? Yeah, sure. Well. Sure. Um, are you going to get? I know you were talking to me about getting that. Uh, the I think I'm going to like just gonna, eBay a, a, a backwards compatible, compatible one. one. Yeah, they're worth it. But anyway, yeah, sushi. Sushi's good. I loves me some sushi. Love me some of that raw fish. Yes. Mm. And sushi. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Indeed. 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 So, uh, for the last... Uh, f- oh, wait. We were recording? For the last, yeah. <laughs> for the last five always, years. We're always recording. For the last... Uh, we've been playing uh, RC Pro-Am, uh, Super Off-Road, and Rock and Roll Racing. These were games that were suggested for the show by Christina Peck at, a t- at one time. RC Pro-Am uh, and Rock and Roll Racing. No, I had never played Rock and Roll Racing until this. I had played Super Off-Road in the arcade. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I had played RC Pro-Am both in the arcade and on the NES when I was a kid. I've n- I had never even, until Christina mentioned it on the show a few years ago, I had never even heard of Rock and Roll Racing. Didn't even know what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, RC Space. Yeah, it, essentially. It is. Uh, these for for anybody who uh, who for the, for the youngins that listen to the show and don't know what the fuck we talk about on a regular <laughs> basis here. Um, these are all top down racing games. Um, so <laughs> just about everybody is familiar with Super Sprint or Championship Sprint. One of the yeah. two. They're the same thing, where it's a, it's completely top down and you're just racing around a track, uh, and the track configuration changes each yep. time. Um, these games, RC Pro Am and well, Super yeah. Off is the same. As, Super Opera is the same as, as Super Sprint and Championship Sprint for the most part. Except it's not straight top down. It's like a it's it's a like an isometric kind of. Yeah, they try. It's they still, fail. You're still single screen. Okay, that's that's single that's something track. I should clarify. Yeah. Yes, you're, you're on in Super Sprint and Super Off Road. You're the entire track is visible on the screen at once, right? And you're just racing around it against the most fucking ridiculous AI, AI ever on the planet. That damn silver um, oh, truck. All, all those rubber bands. Yeah. <laughs> uh, silver truck. And then RC Pro and, and Super Off-Road are, are this three-quarters top-down isometric. Yeah, and you can only see a, a section of the track at right. one time. RC um, Pro and Rock and Roll. Yeah. Rock yeah. and Roll. Yeah, rock yeah, and Roll, yeah. yeah. Um, and Super Off-Road in the arcade, I f- if I'm remembering right, and I'm, it's been a long time since I played the arcade version, but I feel like the arcade version was more like rock and roll racing is, where you don't see the whole track. No, no you saw, saw, no, saw, saw, saw the whole track screen. the whole time. Okay, okay. Yep. Um, because it had that four-wheel setup. And so, oh fuck, you're right. Okay, yeah, oh, so yeah four yeah. wheels, one one screen, and four wheels, one, screen, one screen, and you're playing. Uh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah the cabinet uh, was the cabinet was very similar to the super screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, 
Maybe we should have fucking played Super Sprint on this episode too, but whatever. Uh, that's a that's a harder game to find because that's a Tangen Kart. Uh, they have they do have Championship Sprint on PSN, oh. so you mm. can you can download that and play it. But um, it doesn't matter because you know Super all Sprint. The, they're, they're just two games. They're, they're essentially the same. Super Sprint was one of those games that I could not play on a console because I couldn't play it with a D pad. I had to have the the you said the whip, wheel. whip the wheel you around, whip the wheel around, and then you catch it right. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And that's how you decide how you get around the corners. So you're like, you know, if you have to make a 90 degree corner, you just, just you whip the wheel. Whip that just thing whip really wheel. fast. Yeah. It's like, whap. Yes. I imagine how quickly arcade operators went through switches on those, oh, no shit. On those wheels. No shit. Um, yeah, and I, I, I mean, when I was a kid, I, Super Sprint, I played the fuck oh, out yeah. of Super Sprint. Oh, yeah. And I played a little bit of, of Super Off-Road, but I remember thinking when I was a kid, I'm like, what is this fucking terrain bullshit? And it's like <laughs> fucking three-quarter of you, and it's jumping it. Ah, fuck that. I didn't go back to Super Sprint because it's just flat. That's what I, I played Super Off-Road. I mean, I the arcade, I remember a couple places that I used to live. One place, they had it. It was like in the convenience store, just like a machine. Mm-hmm. And I just played. I just used to love playing the fuck out of some super off road. Particularly yeah. because the the plant the wheel the wheel was just so fun because you could just like turn it and just oh, like yeah. spin around <laughs> yeah. and spin. However, it was really not fun playing by yourself because every other car was just out to kick your ass. Yeah, not 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 beat the the silver truck. The legendary silver truck would just keep winning. But you know, if it was four of you, then it was like everybody you know against each other. Yeah, human being. Yeah, human, human being. being. Yeah, it's but, like but I'm telling you, one pit, one man alone, another afraid. <laughs> <laughs> you were set up for failure. Every other car is trying to kick the shit out of you. I uh yeah, I that was the same with Super Sprint and it was and the the few times I played Super Off-Road it was like you walk into the arcade uh the arcades at that time and the arcade opera, especially the funny thing is is that if you get if you went into an actual Arcade where it was solely video games and and like claw machines and that kind of shit. Nisky ball. You could probably play through two or three tracks on Super Off Road yep. and get and be okay. If you saw that machine anywhere else, if it was in a convenience store or a pizza parlor or anything, whoever the fuck set that thing up is just like fuck it, crank difficulty two. Yeah, oh yeah, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> call it good. They're just gonna beat. They're just gonna beat your ass into the ground no matter what they you want, do. They want that change, and then you walk away because you're pissed off, so you're not gonna be playing too long. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's it's um, it's like who cares if they pump multiple quarters in it? Yeah, because they're gonna they're gonna do it three times before yep. because every kid is like plunk a quarter in, get your ass kicked. You're like, I can do fuck. it. I, I can beat yeah, it. You're yeah, you're like, I, fuck. I can beat it. Uh, it must have just been a bad game. Yeah. Quarter number two, and you're like, oh, no, what the fuck? God, Man, this is... Goddamn silver and quarter, truck. And, fuck you. Right. Yeah. And then quarter number three is... I can get this. I can get it. And then you're like, you're like half a lap and you get turned around and you're going the wrong way on the track and you're like, fuck it. (laughs) I can't fuck this game. I'm going to go play something else. Um, But I, 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 oh, fuck it. I'm just going to start it with this after playing these three games. Super Off-Road is the worst of them. Of course. It was a horrible port. It was, it was, it was not, that game is not meant to be ported on console. That game is definitely an arcade game. Yeah. Because the, you need the wheel. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The D pad for that game is, uh, astoundingly bad. Yeah. It's it's horrible. Horrible. Which, and that's what's really... The controls are bad. The graphics are bad. The sound's bad. Oh yeah. Three tracks. Repetitive music. One, one, 
no voice, no voices at all. Yeah. You get one track, you get one music track for the race, one music track for the menu, <laughs> and one <laughs> and a music win track condition. when you <laughs> win. Yeah. You know, wait, like, wait, the music track when you fail, when you wipe out too. Oh, okay. That's right. And, and then you and then you get Mullet Man. Yeah, and you get Mullet, <laughs> Mullet Man. Wait, he doesn't even have his racing truck. He has like his old like Ford pickup, oh, Ford, some- Zuzu Pup. And he's yeah, his old his pup, and he's pounding his fist on it like I gotta get back in there. And then you know what was so crappy about the game is that whatever you've managed to build up until that point, you wipe out. They take all that shit from you. <laughs> I know, so right? now you're on waste twelve with nothing but like three like, nitros. Wait a minute, they're like, wait a minute, I didn't. This money was in my bank account. Yeah, <laughs> when I crashed my truck, what happened to my bank my, account? My bank account just went away. <laughs> So it's like now you're on race number 12 you're, and you've got like... You're, you're not a free racer. You're yeah, property yeah. <laughs> the league. You, got, you, you got are like, property of the league, You've got, you got five nitros and like maybe one Excel bar or something. And yeah, just, they, and they, the fucking r- racers have a bajillion nitros, nitros yeah, no matter they, what. They rape you for everything for wiping out one time. It's horrible. It's really, really yeah, bad. Yeah, that game's and, unforgiving. And what's really fun is we were, I played this... Uh, I mean, I played them all for the last couple days and... and Super off-roads controls are abysmal. They are, yeah, they are no matter what anybody says. They are worse than than Super Sprint. Like even Super yeah. Sprint, I hated yeah. Super Sprint's controls because the thing about Super Sprint in the arcade and Super Off-Road is that you weren't. There was no limit to how tight you could turn. It no. was just how fast you spun fast the wheel. You spun that wheel. Right? Yeah. Right. Whereas. With a D pad, you're like there is there is turn this much and, <laughs> and that's it yeah. and and yeah. don't turn and um, <laughs> when you combine that with a shitty attempt at isometric three D and terrain that you can't really tell what it's going to do to your truck yeah, when you fucking no go off of it no like clue. how do you it's like it, it was it's the same problem that we talked about early in the show about about fucking Zaxxon where you can't. You're, when you're in an isometric view, you you don't know where the fucking walls are. <laughs> no. You can't tell where you need to go to get through that hole. And that's the same thing. It's like, how do I miss that goddamn yellow box? I can't. I never the, the, miss the yellow that, box. That's the that is the the like it's like cement and hay mixed together at the, <laughs> <laughs> at the same time because you hit that shit with your truck with your truck. And it you just fucked stop. everything up. Yeah. yeah. For those of you up. stocking yeah. the show, we just about had to buy a new mixer. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. And the other thing is, is that like that game is so unforgiving. Like some games you fall behind, especially racing games. Take racing games like Top Gear or you know, just or more advanced racing games. Like mm-hmm. you fall behind, you have a chance at catching up. Super off road, you make one wrong move and it, yeah, su- you're you're done. Super off road has done. the has the old school rubber banding method of they can always catch up to oh, you can always, you, you can never catch, catch up to them, up to them. yeah you, you have to get in the lead and or you're done and stay yeah and stay in the lead yeah stay our, no our mario fences. kart experience oh yeah, yeah <laughs> no shit right um oh, man. i i that's why i wanted to start with super off-road because i i mean it's funny we were talking about how the, how bad the controls are and the first thing i i posted a picture of you two playing super off-road by the way on twitter and uh my and, condolences to all our twitter followers <laughs> <laughs> uh, micatron responded with oh the controls in super off-road are really really good and i'm like and i immediately responded to him i don't think he was well okay <laughs> micatron with micatron he might be but i don't think he was and i and I responded to him with, "Dude, you're you're going to get some argument off of this show because no way those controls are horrible." Yeah, the controls, especially after playing the other two, right? Yeah, my put it like this: I haven't had 
th- a, a, a start of a thumb blister in a while. And from playing Super Off-Road, I've got that, that little start <laughs> of that thumb blister. It's, yeah. Yeah, it... it uh... It wasn't. It wasn't good. It's not, it no. wasn't. And it wasn't and good. And I wanted it. It's to be, boring. It really is. Well, I want thing. it to be good. Yeah. But it, because if you know, you think the mentality of the people that made it is is like, oh well, Super Sprint was good, and Super Sprint's really fun, and and Championship Sprint in the arcade is really good. So let's let's add some features. Let's 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 put some terrain and some jumps and some fucking they didn't need that. and some, some nitros, some they, concrete they, hay blocks, <laughs> and some fucking nitros <laughs> and some hay. guns and shit, and. <laughs> In the arcade, it was it was just fine. It, yeah, it was, was just it was it was. They just never ported. Well, the, it, the graphics in the arcade were were actually pretty. They were good. better. They were the, they were the, way ar- better. the arcade. The, 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 the Super Nintendo port. The graphics look like they are. It it's fucking red. It's it's it's, it's brick on brick. It's like red brown yeah. on red brown, and it's, it's just like it. It looks, it looks like, like it looks like an end of life NES cart. It looks like a Boy Scout soapbox race. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that's what it looks like. Yeah, you can't. There's no definition in the trucks. Like I remember an arcade. You could actually make out certain like the truck. You'd like oh the truck. There's a window. <laughs> like you could make you know it actually looked. Like yeah, a yeah, racing yeah. game. The only, the only port I've seen with worse graphics from the arcade to the Super Nintendo is Super Smash TV. Ooh. I have not played Super Smash TV, oh, so I don't know. So yeah. really bad. It was pretty bad. So yeah, bad. Pretty bad. <laughs> that's not good at all. Yeah, that's no. That yeah. I w- I'm uh, I'm not a fan of this game, and I, and it's a shame uh, because I wanted to like it. Everybody's every you know. I love I love this game in the arcade yeah. when I was 12 years old. Oh yeah, I liked it. Too. And I get the strong feeling when we would talk about this show or talk about this game on the show before. I get a strong feeling that there's there's a lot of nostalgia for the arcade game. Yes. That translated in memory to the to the Super NES version that doesn't deserve it, right? Like it's it's like a, I think a lot of people are like, oh, Super Offroad was awesome, and they think of the arcade version, and then they assume really the re- Super Nintendo version is and they don't at really the same remember quality? the Super Nintendo version as well as yeah. they think they do, you know? Yeah, you're right. Because this no, this game was this game was awful. Yeah. On the other hand, we'll, we'll talk about a little bit about RC Pro-Am first because RC Pro-Am was the one that we did not get to play multiplayer, but all of us had played in the yes. past. Yeah. Um, unlike Super Off-Road where you see the whole track, you only see part of the track in this game. Uh, and I was actually uh, going back to it for the first time in fuck, I don't think I, I literally don't think I've played this game in at least 20 years. Mm. Um, it it looked better than I thought it would uh, for a, for an NES game. For an early I NES mean, game, for an it early looks pretty NES good. Game, like, like the graphics are bright. Yeah, they're bright. The, bright colors. The cars yeah. are are big. They're well defined. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, the you know I, I mean it's it's funny because the cars themselves when you're driving look fine, and then when you get when you crash or get shot, it's it it's like a it's like a fucking it, bug it splatter on a windshield, right? Yeah. It's like it, look, it looks like yeah. the Nintendo glitched out, and your your, <laughs> yeah. your sprite is now just in like ten different places, <laughs> right? Yeah. Box. That's true. And uh, it's it's very simplistic, uh, but in a way that may when they when they switch things up on the track, it it adds a surprising amount of difficulty. Especially like you're going through the game, and they're like, "Oh, this track is really fucking wet." Yeah. There's a shitload of puddles, yeah, and you get fucked by them yeah, a do. lot. You, <laughs> do, you, do. Like, you get yeah. fucked by the puddle. It, it adds challenges in a in a very uh, progress. Like you start with a normal track, and then there's an actual curve instead. There, of there's a, cliff. a learning curve instead of learning cliff. Absolutely, a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> learning cliff. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
and uh, and the idea of where oh on every track you can get a power up if you if you run over it yeah if you're, oh. if we're we're, we're gonna if. talk we're gonna talk about that when we get to fucking uh our rock and roll oh, racing yeah, yeah, because yeah, holy yeah. shit um I was, I, go ahead I, I remember pro am I think out of those three. Even though Pro Am and, and Rock and Roll are similar, Pro Am seemed like the fastest. Like it was the you know the turns yeah. and everything. It yeah. was it was the faster the faster of the three games. And it's definitely a game of um, especially on the NES. I feel like uh, RC Pro Am is the most of the three of them. It is the one that is most uh, benefits from memorization. Right, right. Like where you go through that game and you play it a lot and you learn the tracks, right. and then you're you start playing by muscle memory rather than right. yeah. by the like instinct. Than instinct, yeah. um, and it becomes really fun in that way because then you start you start optimizing it, right? Mm-hmm. You start figuring out the best way to hit. Like there's that one. The second track has that one fucking S curve in it that right. just the first oh, yeah. four or five or. Yeah. 24 until, times I played it it screwed me until you yeah. figure out you just got just got to cut each one yeah and yeah. you you cut it just right and you can cut it just right that's the thing that amazes yeah. me about it you being can. an NES game you've got like, control you've actually got yeah. some control it it feels it, the controls in RC program still to this day feel really solid yeah uh and that's that was impressive to me because um i mean the graphics aside from your truck it's it's a fucking gray road in a green field yeah uh, whatever. And w- my question for RC Pro Am is like, okay, first of all, why am I driving a a, a, a V Dub van converted into a pickup? <laughs> and two, why does my RC car have guns? What the fuck is that? Well, this, like, this is because, the most awesome playground ever. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, because I'm not that was the, because in that time the thing to do was to get you a van and put eighty fucking inch goddamn <laughs> gorilla tires on it because monster trucks was huge then. And the second thing is you got guns because guns on anything are awesome. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, guns yeah. and oil slicks. Yeah, guns, and oil slicks, and, and like, mines, and, and just. Um, it, it reminded you know what? It's funny. I was thinking it really wasn't a racing racing game, but Spy Hunter. When it you was had, a, yeah, like the oil because you had the oil slicks and you had the yeah. You know, it was more of a battle game than yeah, a racing that's more game battle, but like, but uh, RC Pro Am, man, that it's, just it's brings just back fun. a lot of money. Yeah, that's just a fun game. It's 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 great to have a game where you can play it. It's like it's still fun now. Like you could pull it out, you mm-hmm. play it, it's still fun now. And RC Pro Am is definitely one of those games. Yeah, absolutely. I was I was baffled by that because I didn't I did not expect to go back and like RC Pro Am at all. I expected to go back and think. Okay, I've got nostalgia for it, and that's awesome. But I didn't expect to actually like it. And I, I, it's the game that I, I probably, I mean, I, I spent at least equal to what I spent on on rock and roll racing, probably more on RC program, just mm-hmm. because I was like, wow, this is really fun. And and it's unlike, um, unlike Super Off Road. When I lost at RC Pro Am, I didn't feel like I was getting fucked. <laughs> right? You feel, you feel like I missed a fucking yeah. turn. Right. Yeah. I feel like it I missed my a fault. turn or right. whatever. But like super off road, the rubber banding is so oh, bad. God. You, you and know, then <laughs> and then the gray truck shows up and is one of those ones that he's on constant boost and takes every corner perfect. Perfectly. Yeah. Perfectly. More yeah. perfect than any human will ever be able to accomplish. Well the car well that if you think about that the cars are set up because honestly if you let the computer just play through it's going to be freaking silver, red, blue, yellow. Yeah. And the yellow car is always last and the freaking silver truck is always first and the red yep. car is the red truck is always second like 
It's yeah. just it's yeah. Un- they're it, just programmed. They're programmed just to be that. Be like that. Yeah. And, and RC Pro Am never felt like that to me. It no, never. It never, never felt. I mean, there was definite rubber banding that I could see in it, but it never felt like I was getting just boned by the computer Man-handled. all the time. And, and if you, and if you <laughs> and if you shoot one of those other carts down, they're not catching up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, and in the, order for them to catch up, you, you have do, to, you, have you have to mess up. Yeah. yeah. You know. And super off road. It's like. They they bump you and you're just doing a 360. You're going the other way. You're crashing into a cement hay barrel. Thing. <laughs> but like you bump them and they got they got that supreme handling. It's, they get bumped and you're just like, oh, never mind. Just keep yeah. going. It's it, like, they're yeah. like an you bump them and you go you still go spinning around in a 360. He bumps you or you bump him. You still go spinning in a 360. Yeah, I, I I feel like RC program was way more balanced, and it it was it was just it was like you said, it's just fun. It's fun. It's a yeah. fun, fun especially game. for 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 an eight bit game. Um, it it's not the best looking game on the planet. No, but who the fuck cares at that point? <laughs> right, really? it's fun. You're not playing a racing game for the high, uh, for the, an isometric racing game for the high <laughs> level the of high graphics, graphics. Right, yeah. right. You're, you're playing it to race against your friends and shoot them with rockets. Pretty yes. much, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then and then. To 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 pull it to the to the last of and and in my opinion the best of the three, rock and roll racing. Thank you, Christina Peck, for introducing me to this game. This game is so good. This game is so good. I played um, I played the space. crap out of this game on uh, on the GBA <laughs> yeah, several yeah. years ago, and it's it's just an updated RC Pro Am. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. With, with with some chip tuned uh, rock tracks, you get yep. some you get some chip tuned uh, crazy train. You get some chip tuned. Yep. Obviously, uh, uh, yeah, Ozzy was a highway star. Yeah. Some Isaac, so highway. Every time I hear fucking highway star, all I can think of is the intro to Rock Band <laughs> yeah. Two. Yep. And I'm like Jesus <laughs> Christ. Dun, 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 dun. I, I I shit you not. I had never heard the song Highway Star until Rock Band Two, and now I hear it. Everywhere, Everywhere. Yeah. and then I see this uh, this game that came out in like fucking ninety two, and I'm like, Highway Star, holy shit, Highway <laughs> Star is <laughs> in this game. Now, what I will say about this a, game, some bad to the bone on the, oh, that's the right, yeah. bad to the bone. They did a this game. This game you got you got audio commentary which is oh, redundant vocal, voice which is redundant but you have voice commentary when I when I it was very redundant but fucking hey I I was playing through this game and the first time I heard him go uh, Vipers lost his way. Vipers lost his way. He's in a different time zone. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming like, in with a weak it feels, third. It feels so voice in this It feels game. so good when you blow someone up in the computer and the AI and the the commentary is just like, "Hey, lit him up with that one." Up, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, He's about to blow up. He's yeah. about to blow. His, his name is Larry. In case you didn't know that, oh, Larry the commentator. Because when you go into the when you go into the settings, you can it says Larry. On or off, it yeah. doesn't tell you what Larry is. He was he until was, you turn it off, and it goes, "Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, no!" The, the guy they had do it was, uh, I think he uh, did like drag races or monster truck commentary. Oh, nice! He was he okay. Was, nice. I I am. It is the design of this game. Even though all the music is from the seventies and early eighties, the the design of the game is so it's like fucking nineties encapsulated. Oh yeah, it is amazing. Like you know, you get the 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 winter podium thing, and it's got like yeah. it's got like uh, 
trailer trash milf and like the the chick in the with the big hair like oh my god just these Wait, that's I thought that's super off road's got is like, it super off road super off road super off road super off road had the, the okay super off, okay then super I guess they're all those chicks are like on right. married with children they're both <laughs> all of them all the chicks you get. And They're both '90s encapsulated in different ways. Then, yeah. now that I yeah. think about it, because Super yes. Off Road, Super Off Road had like the had redneck the, '90s. The, yeah, yeah Super redneck the red '90s. That's right. Rock and Roll Those. Racing. Everyone had like the 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 half mohawk. Half yeah, that's dead, right. Yeah, half that's fold right. over. Yeah, and this this brings up something that's amazing to me. We look we look back at the sci-fi over the ages, and there are definite you know there's definite. Uh, t- times where like you look back at 50s sci-fi and it has a definitive style right, right? the 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 rocket ships all have the same all kind same of shape, shape and like the bubble-headed yep. space suits and all of this kind of stuff and i've realized that 90s sci-fi has the same shit like late 80s early 90s has all the that's like cone the, heads and the uh, big yeah. hair yeah. and the the like every alien is like a, a lion crit- face critters. with a mohawk yeah, yeah you've got like your, that. you've got your the, critters the, the the fake high tech yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. everything is black like black vinyl yeah, yeah. oh it's like it's oh, yeah. like your killer clowns right yeah. there yeah i mean yep. it and this game like uh, rock and roll racing is that it's like well, you know, I mean, all I, the alien races are like yeah. are like some sort of, some sort of animal like yeah. animal human hybrid mm-hmm. right well that's the thing i think um honestly the video games over time have pretty much corresponded with the current trend in whatever sci like certain video mm-hmm. games whatever trend in sci-fi is then video games pretty much mimic oh yeah mimic that yeah and, and that's what rock rock and roll racing pretty much mimics that trend of sci-fi yeah. during that time i mean i i'm a i'm a fan of the music in this game because how can you fault steppenwolf in a video absolutely game? not cannot do it um the the music is 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 well done it's it doesn't it's, sound it's it doesn't Annoy me. That's the thing. No, it like, it's like it's it's pretty sweet chip tune. Yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty good yeah. chip tune. Super off roads music is annoying. It's yeah. very annoying. Yes. After this, the twentieth thousandth time I hear, I'm like, oh god. <laughs> and even going back to RC Pro Am, oh. like the the music is annoying, but the sounds when you're just screeching around the track, the sounds definitely. <laughs> and that's the thing is like. During gameplay, the music in RC Pro-Am is so innocuous that I don't remember it. Right. The menu music in RC Pro-Am is really good. Yeah. 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 Um, the uh, but the, the I mean the music in in uh, Rock and Roll Racing, of course, is good, and um, it handles just the same as RC Pro-Am. It handles the same as RC Pro-Am with a few tweaks, you know, but it's mostly the same. The only the only fault that I have with with um, with Rock and Roll Racing is that. When you're in a particular world, all the tracks look exactly the same. Yeah. Like there's there's no variation at all. Now right. you, there's I don't Rock and Roll Racing varied a little a little bit. You know you're on a different planet ish. Once you yeah, when you switch planets, yeah. when you switch planets, you switch planets, right. planets right. so the layout changes. But yeah. like like inside a planet, the tracks are very similar. They're all the, yeah. same. the backgrounds are all the same. Backgrounds are all the same. The, the track designs are all the same. And the track layout is pretty similar. Yeah. You have like you have like one ovalish track and then yeah. one, and then one, figure, eight one, one figure eight with a jump. One figure eight with a jump. One bendy track with One straight up square. One straight up square. Yeah. But I don't think you really fault the, the design only because, I mean, so think about it. If you're on a planet, especially in space, 
I mean, you, space planet, space, space planet. Yeah, <laughs> when you're I mean, on a space planet, things are. That didn't make sense at all. When you wow. land on a space planet, everything that on horrible. that space planet looks like everything else on that space planet. It's very hey, much. Look, it's very much my opinion you look, of your race. If you look at planets through telescopes. If you look at planets through telescopes, <laughs> they all look the same. That's my point. That's what I was getting at. That's what I was getting at. There are no defining features. There we go. Jesus Christ, I was getting there, and you, and you wouldn't let me get there. There are no defining features. Earth is the only planet with defining features. There we go. Uh, so you can't fault the designers at that time. No, I don't. I don't fault the designers, and I, in fact, the the rest of the game makes up for the little minor gripes that I have about like uh, the about different it. cars and their different yeah, yeah. That's actually, yeah that's, that's, that actually affect gameplay, yes, which is yes. which is one thing. There's an a surprising amount of customization available in this game. Is, There's yeah. three different cars, R- different racers, yeah, different racers with different abilities, uh-huh. different cars. You can you can modify like six different attributes yeah. on the car between you know weapons, oil slicks, tires, tires, engine boost, yep. like uh, yep. handling. Yep. Like you can you can you can alter so yeah, much. So stuff. The, yeah, there's three that are on each car that are the same. You can their engine and mm-hmm. the tires and the shocks, and then each different car has its own set of equipment too. Yeah. Which is pretty sick. Like, it's actually pretty. Like, the yeah. first car starts with with a laser gun and a jump, a jump jet and oil slicks, and the next car has a rocket launcher and a nitro and yep. a, it drops a mine on the track. Yeah, um, that's actually pretty enhanced for that time. Yeah. Oh yeah, to have those many modifications so, you can make. So now that we're talking about uh, we're now that we're talking about rock and roll racing, we're going to talk about pickups. Like on track oh, power ups, all thousand of them, uh, a bajillion of them. They're all over. They're <laughs> and, all fucking over. And you, it is impossible to purposely pick up. Oh, it's, any, no, it's an accident. No, no, no. It's, a total, you, it's a total accident. No, it's a total accident. Because <laughs> for two reasons: one, you're never going to steer into it correctly the time you want to steer into it correctly, and even if you miss it the first time and remember where it is on you're the track, you're still not going to steer. Into you're it you're gonna you're either a gonna fail to get it the next time around, no matter how hard you try, mm-hmm. or b it ain't going to be there anymore nope. because the fucking computer Somebody players else will pick it up. It up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they do not differentiate. They make they make the mines look too enticing. Like in this pickups, game. you want to like, oh, like, oh, it's blue. I should pick that. It up. just looks like a I'd knapsack. Of I can something. just pick up this mine and drop money? it later. Oh, boom! Fuck. Why? <laughs> why does money look like a pile of cheese? Yeah. Like because, oh, the random the random thousand dollar bills that yeah. are laying around. <laughs> right. I need a car that allows me to run over money in the street and automatically <laughs> deposit it into my bank account. Like I'm just picturing this guy looking at the money coming up and hey, honey, lean out the window. And she's like opening the window, trying to, opening the door, trying to scoop the money, trying to scoop the money up as they're driving by. Uh, it's like random money and stuff on the track. And all these, all the games do this. There's yes. random, random money and power ups on the track. And I'm trying to, how do you merge the money and the power ups together? Like, I, I what know. science is this? What and, technology is this? And that's what I don't understand. Is like in, in these types of games, like you have no way to accurately pick up a goddamn no, no, thing. Artsy Prome trying to get the letters. Fuck that. You risk, right? you're, right? you're fucking yourself trying to get power-ups. Like, you sometimes. can try to get power-ups or you can try to win. Try to win. One <laughs> or the two. Right. You don't get to do both. I think at the point if you're in fourth place, like I was a few times, um, I should. I just went for, I just start trying to slow down and get money, get extra money. Yeah, on right? Yeah. Like, you just hop out of the car and start scraping up dollars off the track. Just hop out. <laughs> out there with a fucking <laughs> trowel. Like, <laughs> with a vacuum cleaner just, oh, just god there's gum on this one <laughs> yeah uh those those are impossible in both rc program and 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 uh, it's it's the same it's 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 well, funny though because if there's money 
or a power up on the track, you're never going to touch it. If there's an obstacle on the track, oh, you're going to hit it. You're going to hit it every, every time. time. Every time. Slam every right time. into it. It's <laughs> direct hit. Going back to the game we didn't play for the show, Super Sprint, it's just like going trying to go through the fucking doors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every time you go past it, the doors close. Every time the computer goes past it, the doors, doors open. Doors open and shortcuts <laughs> open and you're <laughs> fucked. Yeah. Uh, now, Super Off-Road kind of... You, you're you not hit the, you're, you hit the concrete hay bales every yeah, time, but you're not you're not hitting the power. Like you could kind of almost steer towards some of the power ups if it's there when you come around. Now, a lot of the time, it's random. It's an accident. It's random. Wait but a minute. You, you risk. You do risk. You risk destroying yourself. You just said you risk destroying you yourself can, by playing. Like, you kind of sort of steer toward them like, a little <laughs> bit every <laughs> once in a while, but it's really random. It's because so you because, just said the same fucking thing we've been saying. <laughs> because when you steer toward it, because when you steer toward it and you try, it's it's a it's a seventy thirty chance if you're going to actually hit it. But I mean. It's really I I don't. It's a hundred percent chance you've lost position. Yeah, you've got your drive. Oh, no, there you go. Yeah, you're gonna lose position. You're definitely <laughs> yeah. gonna lose position. I, I I don't know what the point of having having power ups if I'm not going to be able to come in contact with them. Uh, yeah. Like, I, well, what's the point? What's what's the point? Uh, because you can come in contact with goddamn mines every yeah. lap. <laughs> oh yeah. I, uh, I, I feel hit, like I, I need one of those magnets from every shooter made in the last two years. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. That's right to pull in power ups. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think, I think of the three games. I think after after playing all three games, uh, I've I played a shitload. Okay, when I was a kid, I played a shitload of RC Pro Am, a little bit of Super Off Road, and not any rock and roll racing at all. Mm. And ha- having played them again, easily rank rock and roll racing at the top. Yeah, easy, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. yeah, no, no question. Yeah. RC Pro Am a. Uh, close second i'd say i yeah. mean it's it's second only because it's older and it doesn't have some of the advancements yeah uh and f- fucking super off-road deserves to be in the mud that it's made of because uh <laughs> not not only is that game a stink bomb but it released a sequel that was a giant stink oh bomb. yeah that's right you know i ended up I, well, you bought like 18 copies of that uh, didn't two you? Okay. two about two <laughs> copies <laughs> I saw Super Off Road. I'm like, sweet. Picked it up, put it on the shelf, and then and then you were the one that pointed out. You're like, you know, that's a sequel, right? I'm like, what? And then I look, and it's like Super Off Road, Baja, Baja, something, Redneck like, Racing, Redneck fuck. Racing on the Beach. I I, I should have no, played like, it. No, I never like, played so, it. So they have the, the so Super Off Road has this sweet arcade game, and it's uh, top down. And then Cruising USA comes out. Oh yeah! And did they make a cruising U- a super off road cruising USA? Super off road, the Baja is behind the car like cruising USA. Oh, <laughs> I need to play this game. <laughs> Why did I not play this game? Oh, God. So. While we were while we were on the break here, James just brought up a fucking interesting story that we should have talked about in the first segment. But what the fuck? We'll, we'll talk we about time it now. Uh, so the conversational uh, this- podcast, we can talk about things whenever we really want to. <laughs> um, Thirty years ago, um, there was this big famous game. You might have heard it called Asteroids. And I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Can you explain this <laughs> crazy game that I don't understand? Crazy asteroids game. Black, and, black sure. and white. Shoot, shoot things that look somewhat break, like asteroids, etc. Into smaller big things. Uh, Atari <laughs> put it out. Atari made Atari a shit ton of money. This is called Super Stardust, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, um, shortly after that, another company called Amusement World uh, made a similar game okay. uh, called Meteors. 
the very original title. Okay, et yeah. Um, and they Atari- would all have to be coming from one direction at that point, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, an unsurprisingly, Atari sued them over the game, uh, saying that their game was too similar, etc. They shock. were just ripping them off. Uh, Could this possibly be the first video game lawsuit? It, it's a pretty pretty close. Pretty close. Um, so Atari ended up actually losing that lawsuit, but in the process caused Amusement World to spend pretty much all their bankroll. All the dollars. All the dollars to defend themselves. Uh, so this this game, Meteors, got prototyped, but it never got uh, mass produced. Okay. And it disappeared for forever. And the lawsuit ended up creating, letting us have 5,000 different clones of platformers etc right uh and a bajillion different asteroids clones that came afterward anyway anyways exactly uh and the missile command and eight thousand versions of that etc etc yeah um well the son of the 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 guy who created this game uh found a prototype oh. in his dad's somewhere in his dad's collection this is this is like this is like turning into Tron here real quick. Yes. What the fuck <laughs> happened? <laughs> and one day I got in. He finds a prototype. <laughs> um, cleans it up. Uh, fixes uh, or tests everything out. Puts it into his arcade because he runs an arcade. <laughs> fires it up and it runs. And it works. Fucking A. So he's, so he's got a piece of video game history for what anyone I, to come and play. What I hope this guy does, what I hope, I mean, aside from putting it into his arcade, which is cool, but it's in Florida, so it's Maryland. literally as... It's in Maryland. Oh, in Maryland. It's yeah. literally as... Well, it's close to as far away from us as it could possibly be yes. within the contiguous United States. Um, I hope he allows someone to take those boards and get the code and make sure that the code is preserved. Yeah. Because... I'm hope well I I I hope that that's the boards are not the only place that the code exists but it's possible that that's right. the yeah. truth. There is a I'm I'm, sh- I'm sure 80 different people trying to create a ROM for Mame have Yeah, right. have <laughs> visited since then. There's a um there's an arcade there's a I don't remember what it is. It's a, it's in California in the San Francisco area one of the colleges has a um a program that is basically specifically built around preserving digital um, digital entertainment. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that they do is they get code from every video game that they can possibly huh. get a hold of, and they're not trying to publicize it. They're just trying to archive it so right. that it's in a place huh. where it can be preserved because digital stuff doesn't get preserved, right? right. There's, there's right. no... I mean, now that the internet is out there, yes, a lot of stuff is just kind of out there in the cloud, but... There's nothing. There's nobody like arcing it, right? Like yeah. putting it in a fucking warehouse somewhere and saying this is this is a copy of this, right. and that's exactly what they're doing. And I'm hoping this guy is smart enough to get in contact with them and actually like be like, this Definitely is, without doubt, yeah. you know, regardless of whether it's legal or not, it's a piece of history, and here you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's awesome. I would love to fucking. I mean, just just to say that I did it, I would love to fucking oh. go go to that arcade in Maryland and fucking and and play this if game if i had known when i was out there because of course i was out there for christmas the christmas break or whatever i would have stopped by and yeah i mean there's there's that's uh, kind of one of those kinds of places that i try and stop by if there if i go to a city and there's ever anything even hints at an arcade right. i'll probably stop by it's this is like comic shops too yeah. i try and go yeah. to comic shops all the time and like i mean you know that's that's i found a lot of pretty 
pretty cool shit in places like that. I was thinking about that the other day because there's an arcade, there's a really bad arcade down in Pike Place, uh, near Pike Place uh, on the Seattle waterfront. No, it's not in Pike Place. It's in the, it's in the same building that the fucking... It's next near the Red Robin, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they have a copy of F-Zero AX, which is the sit-down... Wow, the actual like F Zero racing game yeah. uh, that that was at the GameCube era, that's up on Craigslist right now, and I I want it so bad, but they want like thirteen or fourteen hundred bucks for it, and I'm like, it's probably worth that because it's a sit down machine, but fuck, one I don't have the money, two where the fuck <laughs> where would I, I put, put it? it? It's the size <laughs> of a car, yeah. like. Where Oh, but but well, but man, poker table, right? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, sure. Take it, take the whole goddamn thing apart and try and fit it through a door. Yeah, you know. like large door here. Uh, yeah, you get it through the door. not large enough for a car. The door might be large <laughs> enough for a car, but my hallway isn't. No. <laughs> just, just, put it, just put it right there. So when you walk yeah, in, you right. have to step over it. You have to actually step you have over to walk the machine through it walk to through get the into the house. The house. <laughs> just, yeah, just put it in the foyer. Just. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, for, hey people, well, for people to come in your house, house yeah. just climb to the yeah. car and get to your yeah. <laughs> get to for the pe- living room. For people to come in, they have to drop 50 cents in there. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Anyway, for the next episode of After the Fact, we will be doing Star Fox. It's going to be episode yes! 70. Star Fox. We'll be playing Star Fox on the Super Nintendo. Love um, that game. I, I, sense my, I sense my childhood's about to get violated. Uh, maybe. Love that game. If you don't know Star Fox, uh, then one you really need to be listening to this show and or why the fuck do you listen to this show? Um, <laughs> not sure what, but Star Fox is, is probably one of the most famous uh, uh, SNES games. Mm. Started its own little like... Um, well, it was one of the first ones to use that new chip, right? That chip, the the Super FX, FX chip. FX2, yeah, and FX2. it was also one of the... Because of the... It was one of the first console... Uh, space shooters yep. that was in that was like behind the ship yeah, type behind, space yeah. shooter. Uh, there were there had been versions of that on PC. Like Descent, I'm pretty sure was out before yeah. Star Fox and things like that. But Wing Commander, Wing Commander yes, yeah, in the Wing, Wing Commander, Commander games. Like that, yeah. But uh, but Star Fox was the first one to do it on a console. Um, so we will be playing Star Fox for Big Episode Seven Zero, uh, which actually, since we're in January now, that's going to be pretty close to our three year anniversary. We started this Sweet. show in January two thousand. 10 um and then we will also be announcing several episodes after that on that episode and and having a big announcement and uh playing a bunch of star fox and hopefully getting some people to actually show up for the show next time that would be uh, nice because that would be cool um but yeah star fox is coming up we got games coming after that that we will tell you about on the episode 70 uh, but for this episode, we're gonna what? I'd like to say I'd like to say hola to was a football club. What was it? FC FC Neo Tokyo. Oh, FC Neo Tokyo. FC Neo Tokyo, who added me on PlayStation Network, who uh, is currently trying to have a trophy war with me. But uh, you only have five platinum, so you need to step your game up. My EP <laughs> is yeah, so big. It's only three inches from the ground. And on that note, anyway, so. Um, you can follow us on Facebook if you like, or, our, or you can like our Facebook page. Like our Facebook, like our Facebook page. Follow us, follow us, us on, on Twitter. Twitter. There you go. Uh, yeah, you're old. Uh, whatever. Don't, don't <laughs> send us Instagrams. We'll delete them. Yeah, <laughs> Instagrams and what's the other one? Pinterest. But yeah. Oh no, yeah, we're we not. No we Pinterest. don't have a Pinterest. We have no so. Pinterest in your photos. <laughs> yeah, we have. 
We got no Pinterest in your Instagram. Oh, do you have a, My, do you have a MySpace? Is this, do we still do a MySpace? No. What? What? <laughs> what about um, your Zoom listeners? <laughs> er, listener. Er, listeners. <laughs> er. uh, you can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash afterthefactpodcast. You can follow us on Twitter at afterthefactpod. I am at geekylite on Twitter. I uh, am at Sambo Black, no C, at Twitter. I'm at uh, James FNX. James FNX. Uh, Matthew Coyne, whenever he's here, is at soccer underscore gamer. Um, he hasn't been on the show for a while, but that's because he uh, recently proposed to his girlfriend, and she said yes, and Yay. now his life is going down the drain. So, crash and burn. Seriously, though, congratulations to you, Matthew. If you ever show up again. Review us or rate us on iTunes. That would be awesome, because it we've got 18 ratings on iTunes, which is good. We've got a pretty positive, except for Gray Matter, who thinks I hate everything. You hate everything. I hate but everything. You do hate everything. You're right. You hate I, hate, everything. I hate everything. Um, and Your equal opportunity hatest. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to review us on Zoom, please do so. Snicker. Wait, Snicker already has reviewed us on Zoom, so never mind. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Um, check out our other podcast. It is the Trade Secrets Podcast, where Eddie yeah. and myself and Ann Bean and Joel Simon and Andy Padell talk about comic books. Uh, we take a trade paperback of some sort and we read it and then review it on the show just like we do video games for this show. Um, so yeah, g- uh, follow us on Facebook. If you want to be a part of the show, you can email us at trade secret or pff, trade secret. Jesus Christ. I get it wrong every time. <laughs> every time. After every the fact time. at geekerific.com. You can email us or you can hit us up on Facebook or you can hit us up on Twitter. We love to get fan mail. That's why we talked about Micatron's tweet earlier because, you know, he used to be on the show, but he's still a fan. Absolutely. Still a fan, fan now. Yeah. So, and, uh, and if we don't get fan mail, then we have to read all the spam messages in our inbox. Yeah, no shit. Again. We've done that before. <laughs> so... Uh, thank you, James. James, I'm, I'm James. for <laughs> shut up for, for for you stalkers of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Luke just pointed at Eddie, Eddie and said, said my James. name. James, <laughs> thank you, Bob. We are significantly different. We are significantly different shades of gray. <laughs> <laughs> One of the fifty. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Uh, thank you, James. No, no. Thank you tonight. Thank you, uh, Eddie, for joining us tonight. Blow it up. I am Luke. This has been episode 69 of the After the Fact Podcast. 69. Again, Luke. <laughs> and we're out. <laughs> <laughs>